0: Hey there, all you listeners. Welcome back to for another episode of Input Two Byte's vi- uh, Movies and TV Podcast. It's always great when you can't speak right off the bat. But other than that, let's go ahead and get started. I'm Wes Womble, your host as always. Alongside me, I have my co-host.
1: Mitch Smolik.
0: And we have two lovely guests here with us today. On my right, I have...
2: The Adam Sellers.
0: And across the table from me...
3: T.T. Schinken.
0: All right. How you guys doing today? Pretty I'm, good.
3: Fine. Yeah, I'm good.
0: Good, good, good to hear. All right. Well, today, um, it's a fun episode of Input 2, um, as I'm sure most of you listeners out there and all of us in here have seen um, Marvel's recent, most recent movie, Doctor Strange. Um, we're going to discuss that today and comic book movies as a whole. So um, before we get into that, though, I'm going to ask you guys your favorite comic book movies. Tell me why you like it. So we're going to start off with my co-host. Uh, for me, I'd have to say that... uh. Watchmen from uh, 2007,
1: I believe, is my all-time favorite uh, superhero that film.
0: That one's not as well-known. I'm really glad you said
1: I
3: that. I have but, not seen that movie. Uh, know,
0: I, I recommend it. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's it, really it's
2: good. One, I think Zack Snyder directed it, right? Yes, he did.
0: Yeah. Um, it's R-rated, too. I think it was one of the first. Yeah, it was. Yeah, It was, it was the, first. the first, actually, <laughs> R-rated comic book movie. So, um, no, Not too many spoilers about it. I won't say it's a great film. Watch it, but... Nice choice, nice choice. Uh, we'll go ahead with Adam here.
2: Uh, well, have you ever heard of a movie called Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal? I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess, uh, well, guess what? It's not that. It's uh, oh. I would have to say probably Batman from 1989 by Tim Burton. All right. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's just kind of fun and also like one of the first times that Batman ever got like truly dark in uh, mm-hmm. like you know film and media in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside of the comics, at least. Nice, nice, Also, Jack Nicholson as
0: Jack a Joker. Nichol- Jack Nicholson's Joker is... I'd still think Heath Ledger is a better Joker. Yeah. Jack Nicholson is a really, really good Joker, in my opinion.
2: Jack like, Nicholson was the best Joker in film, until Heath Ledger ruined it. Well, they're, they're pretty much different interpretations. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah. both
0: good for different reasons, but I, I just prefer the Heath Ledger one myself. But. I feel like most people do. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, T-Team, what you got?
3: Well, speaking of fun movies, my favorite comic book movie is uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Never uh, heard of it. Really?
2: Never. no, nope. nope. Not at all. <laughs> Must have missed that one. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I mean, it was a big hit this uh, year.
2: Yeah. So.
3: I don't know. I just loved how it made fun of, like, all the comic book movies. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Reynolds is just, I love him. I There's love some, him so much. Uh,
0: trouble brewing for the second one I heard. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Creative differences, new director, all that yeah. fun stuff.
3: Just hope they stay with the original, like, funny the
2: fun overall theme rated r yeah. i agree i agree that director went off to go
0: make Sonic the Hedgehog the movie yeah he go did. fast so we'll see how that turns out yeah. um me personally i'd have to say um the second film in uh, christopher nolan's uh, dark knight trilogy, trilogy uh the dark knight obviously um
3: that's a good one
0: obviously because as i mentioned it, heath ledger's joker is just incredible um mm-hmm probably one of my top favorite films of all time at least for comic book it's probably my favorite comic book film it's probably in my top 10 list of favorite films of all time yeah that uh,
1: en- that entire trilogy in fact
0: i i don't know that what? one i didn't really like batman begins too much it was an okay film i'd honestly rank them the dark knight dark knight returns batman begins um uh, okay yeah
2: yeah mine would be the same except replace begins with rises yeah
0: i i mean a lot of people i think put the the middle of the trilogy at the top but the Most other two films people. are just yeah, you know, most people. Uh, <laughs> the other two films are just, there's just, I don't know. There's so much they could have done. Um, I won't go too much into it because I, I literally could make that its own podcast. <laughs> I actually recently for my film analysis class wrote a 13-page paper on one scene in The Dark Knight. Oh, Rise, wow. In The Dark Knight. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Um, give you an idea how much I like that movie. Anyway. <laughs> um, cool. Cool. All right. Let's get into the... Uh, the actual podcast here. So, obviously, as I said earlier, uh, we're going to go over comic book films as a whole. Um, specifically looking at Doctor Strange this week. Um, we will touch on other films and how they play into the universe as a whole. You can't really do that or can't not do it, should, I should say, uh, when you're talking <laughs> about Marvel films. But, um, Doctor Strange, uh, initial reactions, thoughts. We'll just open it up there.
3: Oh, man. I, I, um at first when I went in, I was like, oh, okay, Doctor Strange, this is cool. Another, like, not really well, like as well known as like Captain America or like definitely Iron Man, but like it was just one of those like Ant Man Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Really, really good. Really unexpected. Like it was so. I, I thought it was mm-hmm. really good. I thought it was really
2: good.
1: Yeah, the, actually, the first the first viewing that, that I saw it, I took a friend with me, and she had no clue what it was going to be about, it and she okay. it, thoroughly enjoy, enjoyed nice. it.
2: Nice. Yeah, I liked it too. It was good. Not much more to say. (laughs) Are you saying you
0: saw it without us before we went?
1: Yeah, I
2: actually. You traitor. I actually saw that. No. How Um, dare you take a second viewing? How dare
0: you make a second (laughs) viewing of it? How
2: dare you probably know more than us? It Mm -hmm. it was just
1: that good.
0: Uh, It was was really good. I enjoyed it uh, for some aspects, definitely. There were some I really thought could have been done better. As Mm -hmm. far as Marvel films go, I'd say this is fairly middle of the pack. Wasn't my favorite Marvel film (laughs) by far. Yeah. Um, It
2: it was good and a lot of not so good to me. Yeah. Um, it was
1: uh, uh, compared to other Marvel movies. It was uh, on a much more serious note. In fact,
0: yeah, I actually there was see that's the thing I kind of had a problem with it. I'll kind of segue this into like our first talking point about like the uh, aspects of the film. But um, one thing I had, and it's the trend with most Marvel movies uh, recently, is where they make their protagonists, um this witty yet serious at times. Yet, but he knows how to crack a joke. He's also smooth with the ladies. You know, it's just this do it all type character and it's really really lazy writing in my book especially yeah.
4: it, well
2: and it's because people really like Tony Stark in Iron Man yeah so yeah. everyone has to be Tony Stark now yeah mm-hmm.
3: it kind of it, when i was wa- i agree with you when i was watching the movie it yep. just felt like stephen strange was another um tony stark and it, i was just yeah. like he's a jerk he's really rich he's a ladies man well a little bit
1: <laughs> a little bit and <laughs> something
3: horrible happens to him that makes him get his abilities or whatever.
1: In fact, doesn't Marvel have their own, like, cinematic formula that they sort of...
0: Quote, unquote, cinematic formula, but, I mean, (laughs) like, yeah, they most definitely do have it. I wouldn't say locked in a safe somewhere. I mean, it's pretty plain as day to see in any movie you
2: watch, but... It's all pretty um, much a normal guy gets superpowers. Yeah. And then eventually defeats a greater evil Mm -hmm. and becomes a well-known superhero. Yep. No, yeah, that's... um,
0: one problem I had with it, and I'm like I said, I'll segue this into the first um, kind of point we're going to talk about. Um, makes sense to talk about writing first in the overall film. So um, I don't know about you guys. There were some things I thought were fairly well written, some mm-hmm. things I didn't expect, mm-hmm. and then there were some things that I thought could have been done really better. Um, I won't spoil – I'll kind of spoil it as we go along, I should say. I won't get into it. I'm going to open it up to you guys, what you thought about writing, before I give my thoughts on it. So we'll go ahead, I guess, T.T.
3: Um. Okay. Uh, I talked about this on Does It Suck. Um, His love... Quick
0: side note video channel. Go check it out. Does It Suck. We actually just released on (laughs) the other day, um, by the time this is up at least, we actually released a uh, Does It Suck for Doctor Strange where we look at critical reception and our thoughts on it. Anyway, TT continue.
3: Um, Matt and I did a a review on this, and um, we both had a problem with how his love interest was written in. Yes. Um, I feel like she was just there just to give him a love interest and she was only i would say like out of the overall movie like title like total like 30 minutes she was just there like at the beginning in the middle when he really needed her Mm -hmm. and then she didn't Mm -hmm. she did not really show up in the ending either and it's just she was just there for for love pretty much yeah just choose a Sorry. really lazy character. I don't I don't know.
2: Yeah, it did feel like a Hamden romance. Yeah. Go ahead, Mitch. Um,
1: actually I believe uh, her her name's uh, eluding me right now, but I believe Christine. that Christine. Christine. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Um, I actually believe that in the Doctor Strange comics that Christine plays a more larger um sto- story for the plot. I think yeah.
0: they they It's interesting because I don't think they wanted to shove too much of her character into this film. Um, And I kind of agree with that. If she was more of a main focus in the film, um, it would have almost been distracting to a point. Either she needed to be, like, up there with the main characters, with, like, Mads Mikkelsen, um, uh, Tilda Swinton, people like that. You know, obviously Benedict Cumberbatch as well. She needed to be, like, (laughs) one of those level main characters. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point to the character in this film as it stands right now because, Mm -hmm. as you guys said... um, it's just purely a
2: love interest. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, other than that, all she does is like a couple surgeries. One that, uh succeeded. One that was just kind of not so much. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I believe I, I believe it, uh, that it's more of a homage to the comics, if anything. I think yeah. Um,
0: it'll be interesting uh, to see where they go with this character, just because um, I personally didn't. I didn't. Ha- I didn't hate the character for what the character like. Stood for the character. I, face value was, I thought, a well-developed character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that the only purpose to that character was a wishy-washy love interest to mm-hmm. kind of, and then also pretty much just injected to the plot sometimes just to move it forward. That's not good writing. Um, no. In my opinion, at least. Obviously. No, I,
3: I agree with you. Yeah. I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, from there, uh, moving on, another kind of controversial character was uh, Tilda Swinton's actually. Oh, yeah. It was fairly controversial. Um, for those of you out there who don't know, um, there's controversy behind uh, uh, the casting of Tilda Swinton in the character because in the comics for Doctor Strange, um, the ancient one is played by a Tibetan man. Um, not played, but written as a Tibetan man. <laughs> um, portrayed as a Tibetan man. Portrayed is the word I was looking for. Um, in the movie, it is played uh, haha by a white woman. So a lot of people didn't really agree with that jump there. Um, personally, Marvel came out and said something to the effect of um, they didn't want to alienate the Chinese audience, which mm-hmm. I agree with. Yeah. That's a huge audience, especially if you're looking to make money as a film, which, I mean, you also have to think about um, we're, this isn't really like an arthouse style film. This is a blockbuster. It's in the business to mm-hmm. make money. Yeah, But...
2: Um, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on Tilda Swinton as the ancient one? Uh, I think she did a pretty good job uh, overall as a role. Just kind of playing this, uh, I am the mentor. I mean, yeah, it's a mentor, but, you know, she plays it well, I guess. And I was more bothered. That's by the fact that she was a white woman trying to play uh, originally Tibetan man. What bothered me, not even that she was bald, it was that she had, like, a little bump on, like, the back of her head. That's what bothered me the <laughs> what? most. <laughs> what? It's, it's a very petty thing, but, like, seriously, just kind of... Like, kind of <laughs> stuck with me, like, yeah.
0: I guess any concern is as
2: valid as any.
0: But yeah, um,
4: yeah.
0: probably one of the more interesting criticisms I've heard. Not <laughs> even um, a
2: criticism, just, like, uh, just something that
0: bothered distracting. me. Distracting. I mean, if it distracted you, it could be taken as a criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, anything really. I mean, that goes down to um, almost, like, costuming character design. So yeah, that could have been, I mean, could have been intentional. I guess it, it. off the top of my head, I'd say it was there for... Um, you know, adding this element of mysticism, quote unquote. Ooh. Yeah, I know uh, mysticism <laughs> in a movie about magic, but um, <laughs> it added cast? it added this sort of uh, <laughs> like, how did she get these scars? How old is she really? You know, stuff like that. I'd I'd imagine that's why they put it in there, but maybe. I Who mean, knows. your thoughts are your
2: own. I'm not going to take that away. From mm-hmm. you. But yeah, overall, no? good good role. I guess I mm-hmm. didn't bother me. I Any liked
3: thoughts? her. I liked her a lot. Um. I we all I also did a little bit more research onto this, and um, nice. China does not recognize Tibet as a country. No, they don't. So that was another reason why Marvel decided to cast her in the role, because if they were to cast a Tibetan man, um, China would not even show the... Uh, the movie in their country, and China is mm-hmm. one of the biggest like movie watchers in the world. Yeah. So
0: they're second to America, yeah. sometimes they even beat out America. Yeah, they're starting to catch up on us a lot. Mm. They're starting, to, I mean, uh, China, the film audience, just a quick little aside here, single handedly <laughs> saved the Warcraft film. Like <laughs> that, that audience alone, like doubled what I don't even know. What I was thinking it was more than doubled, more than doubled. I'll say, yeah, you can fact check me on that, prove me wrong, but. More than doubled the uh, domestic take from the U.S. for the Warcraft film. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, the domestic take for the Warcraft film in the U.S. wasn't that great. Uh, not many people in the U.S. liked it. However, there's a huge following for Warcraft over in China, so understandable as to why yeah. that happened. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, uh, back to the yeah. comic book
2: film. Yeah. Uh, back to, uh, yeah, Tibet and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on this, Adam? Uh, I already gave my piece... Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I, th- I think as uh, the mo- as uh, the movie went further into production, the the uh, opposition of the whitewashing yeah. died down.
0: It probably did. I honestly, um, going into the movie, I knew why they did it. I saw that scandal online and all that um, months before the movie came out. To be honest, even when I saw it online, I didn't care too much. No, um, me neither. A lot of the MCU is a almost reimagining quote unquote mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of that's the that's a good way to look yeah of the you know comics themselves so they can kind of go in their own artistic direction they want it's just mm-hmm. the base idea is still the same they can change mm-hmm. it how they feel fit it's so. it's artistic license yes it is Yeah.
3: and I still really like she did a fantastic job I, as the ancient one <laughs> yeah. I really liked her
2: yeah yeah oh. she did good I'll except say that. that
3: bump on the back of her head <laughs>
2: The art complaint.
0: department. We'll leave that. Could have been we'll something get, wrong we'll get, with the
2: bald cap.
0: We'll get we'll get to the visuals in a minute. It
2: but wasn't a big complaint. I'm just saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Continuing on this vein of um writing. Uh a vein, that's what it was. <laughs> I guess it could have been a vein too on the back of her head. Anyways. But in this train of thinking um about writing, uh Mordu specifically, uh in the comics was actually his enemy. Um yeah, so I was curious to see at the beginning of the film why he was there. I was curious to see how they, quote unquote, corrupt him. You know what I mean? Like um, just to see that character arc. Um, I really liked it. Um, I yeah. honestly, yeah. it made me a little mad that they decided to put that really, 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 really relevant piece of character info at the very end credit scene. But I <laughs>
2: yeah. mean, I mean, you um, had to wait until like after all the credits were done to yeah, actually get that. that
0: kind. I felt like. Me personally, I'm just going to do a quick little side here. I felt like if they would have moved that end credit scene to the actual end of the film after uh, Strange is looking at the watch, you know, with the engraving Christine had on the back of it, um, Mm. I felt like that would have been much stronger writing. It would have been a better cliffhanger. Yeah. would have set up, you know, conflict for the next film without having to wait around for it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It would have just mm-hmm. wrapped up the yep. film a little more nicely.
2: Even then, there were, like, two post-credits scenes, if I remember.
0: They, they, Marvel's doing that now. They realize people like staying afterwards for movies, but they don't like staying until the very end. So, basically, yeah. if you put a mid credit scene I mean, in there, it kind of keeps people's interest, and then they're like, oh, I only have to wait, like, another two minutes now for another one. Like, yeah. So
2: that's really just attention span mm-hmm. is all that is, which is kind of sad to yeah. think about, but... I, I'm just saying, like you know, some people probably won't stay for the last one. Right. Like, yeah. They might just watch the first one and then, like, oh, the actual credits are starting. I I guess I'll leave now and then miss this vital important like character development. You
0: see, honestly, even if they didn't
2: move it to the end of the
0: film per se, if they would have just flip flopped those two, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah, I agree. I agree. That, that's yeah. what yeah, I would have been say, a like, lot better.
1: But but I actually think this is uh, one of the first times that they've uh, actually showed like the birth of a uh, natural Yeah.
0: Villain. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to comment on that. Um, they, I think this is the first time, in my memory at least, I could be wrong, um, that Marvel actually put um, the same movie in the end credit scene. Like, literally part of the same movie, or at least the same fran- – well, they've done the same franchise, obviously, but, yeah. like, um, mm-hmm. the same exact movie. You know, it's believable that this happened, like, right after, you know, the events for Doctor Strange because mm-hmm. Lorde at the end did just walk off. So, you know, it was interesting to see.
1: Actually, when I first saw the second post-credit scene, I, uh, for some reason – thought it was Luke Cage because he had his hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> Me too!
2: That would have been cool. Me too! <laughs> oh, wow. And I was
1: like, yes, we can finally we can finally merge uh, television and uh, cinematic movies. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That'd be cool.
0: No, um, overall, though, now that we're talking in the same uh, train of thinking, is more to uh, what you guys think about the character, um, the arc specifically for that character turning into the way that he did.
3: I actually um, did not know, because I'm not really familiar with Doctor Strange as mm-hmm. much as, like, the X Men, because I love the X Men. Yeah. But I did not know that he is Doctor Strange's villain. So the end credits, like the second one, makes a lot more sense now.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes Absolutely. a lot more sense. Yep. So
3: thank you. I I liked him though, as as like a character,
2: he was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. I like. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. I, think- <laughs> <laughs> I had more to it's say cool. and that it just kind of slipped. Yeah, I think
1: they should have hinted uh, more to his. Uh, turn turn to the dark side, I suppose,
4: in yeah, the
0: movie. Um yeah. I mean they can I mean I felt like honestly they set that up well enough with that one scene at the mm-hmm. end there. Um mm-hmm. his motives were clear by the end of the movie that he was unhappy with um you know like just the amount of um breaking the rules that they mm-hmm. did. He was very, you know, duty oriented so yeah. it's easy to see how his train of thought went from um, we're not doing our duty to... There's too many people to effectively police doing their duties. So if there's only a few, that makes more sense to me. I can yep. see how that like mm-hmm. philosophical train of thought went. And it, it's great.
1: And it'd be really interesting to see if uh, if uh, he teams
0: up with uh, Thanos in upcoming
2: Ooh. movies. It would be cool.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll get into like tie-ins to the yeah. whole universe later. But we can... Yeah, we'll definitely come back to that. But... Um, as far as other writing points, um, obviously we have to discuss the Doctor himself. Yes. yes. So, uh, what do you guys think about Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor
2: Strange? <laughs> I think his role was pretty good. I would say more so later on in the film than it was earlier. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like I said earlier about him being kind of like a another Tony Stark, mm-hmm. as as like as uh, Adam said, as he developed like character development, woo. Um, as he developed through the movie, I thought the writing for him was pretty pretty good.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on this, Mitch? None. Um, (laughs) For me, personally, I thought Doctor Strange was an interesting kind of written character, especially the way they uh, handled it in this movie. Um, He starts off, as we all said, as a Tony Stark-like character. Um, Then he just kind of makes this immediate 180 um, (laughs) into this new character. I'm not saying that's necessarily bad, but It's almost a little too sudden. Um, To be fair, um, if I had, like, literally my soul ripped out of my own body, that would probably change my views real quick. Um, (laughs) Can't really speak for that. But um, as far as, like, how quickly he turns his viewpoint around, I thought it was just a little too sudden. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It did feel that way. Yeah specifically, obviously, after I said the scene where, you know, he gets his soul mm-hmm. punched out of his body, as I think it actually was. <laughs> Not ripped out. <laughs> but um, it gets tapped out. He immediately reconnects, and then she sends him on this, you know, mystical voyage through all the uh, universes that um, she sends him to, basically. Got a little trippy. Yeah, it did get a little trippy. We'll talk visuals in a minute. Yeah. Um, but as far as that goes... Um, I mean, I can see, like I said, I can see why that character went the way they did. I just would have liked to see that expanded more upon. Yeah, Because as far I as agree. an origin film goes, this wasn't really an origin film Is so much, oh, I'm just, you know, suddenly kind of interested in this now, you know? like mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of did feel like it could have done more with it. Like, mm-hmm. it, like maybe if they added a bit more time to the movie, because I think it was relatively shorter to the rest of the Marvel movies. hmm like just one time p- was two hours, by the way, so yeah, uh, just a bit or shorter just under, yeah, just a bit shorter than uh, a lot of the other Marvel movies, but, uh, I feel like if they added a bit more, just to add a bit more character to him, I wouldn't mind,
3: yeah, yeah, me too,
2: nice thoughts, as always, guys, yes. all right, um, as I said, we're gonna get to
0: visuals because that was a really big part of the movie, so yeah now um, <laughs> we're was- gonna discuss set design, um obviously c g i um. I guess we'll throw character design in there just for you. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um just before we get into like the meat of that initial thoughts on how the film looked.
3: I Look, uh,
0: looked good. I yeah. yeah like, oh yeah.
3: The visual effects for this movie mm-hmm. blew me away. Yeah. Like just the whole like going to the like through the multiverse, is that is that right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. yeah. Just
3: going through that and just the different colors were just like eye popping. All the visuals was so different from like any other movie i've seen oh it was like inside of a kaleidoscope
1: yeah actually actually before <laughs> the m- movie starts uh, we are in, we're introduced to a new uh Mar- marvel
0: studios uh t- i thought oh, that yeah, was not yeah. the beginning of civil war i could it? be wrong it might have been i don't i think, don't really remember um, i don't think i, don't I think it was i remember seeing the graphic online before it was in the movie so it was um cool Sa- to see. they
3: announced it at san diego Comic-Con.
0: that's probably what it was but Either way, I yeah, like I said, I'm what? wrong sometimes. It's so. a nice opening. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah,
2: um, uh, Get yeah. you
3: pumped up and ready to see the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> All these scenes that we've seen before. Now we'll see new ones. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, good first impressions. Oh, I yeah. guess. Yeah.
3: Very inceptiony at the beginning. It,
2: yeah. It more so reminded me of the Matrix, how that was kind of a landmark in like film effects and just kind of action in of general. I feel like this is kind of like trying to be sort of—I don't want to say groundbreaking, but just different from the rest. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's definitely different from the rest of the Marvel movies For as, sure. far, mm-hmm. like, oh, as yeah. far as like effects and like like locations and mm-hmm. action goes.
1: I actually enjoyed yeah. the music a little bit more than yeah. uh compared yeah. to other Marvel movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: we'll get um, we're gonna stay on visual right now. We'll get
1: okay. to
4: music in
0: a minute, but um, let's kind of break down those categories of visuals I just kind of threw out real quick. Um, let's go through. Uh, what did you guys think of set design specifically? I'm talking about um, what you saw on screen that wasn't, you know, obviously added in post, stuff like that. I'm adding, like, specifically the, uh, scenes I can think of off the top of my head or scenes outside in New York, outside in Hong Kong, um, inside their little temple, shrine, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Think about those. How did those okay. look? How were those designed?
3: I really liked – I mean, I have – first of all, I have, a de- I have a background in set design. and cool. um mm-hmm. I personally I really when I watch a movie I look at the set design mm-hmm. and I really for some reason I really liked that New York Sanctum. I re- liked how it was like all set up. I liked the winding the,
0: staircase yes. building up the foyer was really mm-hmm. cool for me. But
3: and like the the um the windows that show like the different like parts of the world and then like the uh, mm-hmm. I want to say museum but like with like the all little, their little the little uh, yeah. yeah I really <laughs> like that with like the um, cape floating, and mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, that was the one thing that like caught my eye, as well as the um, the uh, sanctum like fort fortress. I don't want to, s- but it was like the place where like where you can go to like all the different sanctums.
0: Uh, in I don't their know temple where yeah. the eye was. Stored yeah. in the first place. Yeah, I know. What you're that was about. very marvelly
4: to yeah.
2: me. Cool, cool. What about Adam, Mitch? Any thoughts? Uh, I. Yeah, so that, so that design was good. I especially liked all, all the temple scenes and whatnot. It gave me a really, like, Skyrim feel. You know how you, like, go on top of mountains. <laughs> go yeah. to, like, yeah. It was uh, nice. Uh, I will note, though, that h- the hospital, like, hospitals are always blue, I always feel. I don't know if that's always yeah. true. It's because it's like,
3: always sad in there.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, like, every hospital and everything ever is either, like, blue or green or some other cool color. That's something I always notice. Yep. A lot of that is due, it
0: could be, depending on how they lit the film. Um, obviously, go into any hospital, really, you'll see kind of, like, white, blue light. So, mm-hmm. yeah. they might have just used on-location on, uh, on location lighting, uh, which I'm, could have I'm been sure what they did. I'm yeah. sure it's not I'm guessing hospital. But, it's not, you know. not every hospital, no. But most hospitals you'll go to nowadays, especially... Almost, like, almost every hospital in any movie ever. Yeah. So... Yeah, they probably I'm guessing they used a mix of on uh, location lighting and, you know, setting up their own. Oh, like I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Did. Yeah. But
2: again, it's not a complaint. Just uh, just something I noticed. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, go- going back to the temple setup, I actually like how the library itself was set up. With yeah. All the yeah. Co- yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. I really. um, I thought that was an interesting way to approach a <laughs> library just for <laughs> one. Um Having them on like metal grates, you pull out, and they have them chained to the rack. Like I thought, yeah. that kind of added this um, <laughs> element of how much how much power quote yeah, unquote it, is stored in this stored in these books. Yeah, so, and
1: I found it a little funny about uh, how the books were wrapped in chains and how they were like easily accessible. Just yeah, yeah they just they kind they of pulled
0: yeah. them off yeah. <laughs> nonchalant. It's like okay, like, I'm sure there's some sort of spell they're taught. <laughs> this chain is just to pull was it definitely off. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, Good thoughts on set design. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally loved a lot. (laughs) Yeah. For me, what's always really cool to see is outdoor scenes, Um, especially Mm -hmm. Hong Kong after it was ruined. Um, You had the rubble going everywhere, the neon lights. Um, You had lights from shops doing all these different things. Um, It's really hard to do that. So I have have a lot of respect for that. That's probably one of my favorite uh, pieces of set design in uh, yep. Marvel movies so far. Yeah, so.
1: yeah and then uh, g- going back to the New York Sanctum, uh, yeah. they do like a sky shot of the entire city. You're actually able to see the Avengers Tower. Yeah, you know? I, s- Wait, I
0: noticed okay. that.
3: I was trying to look for the Avengers Tower. I could not find it. it okay, was like,
0: It was like dead center of the screen almost. Of I don't course, wanna, it, I was. Don't of course it was. I don't want to make you feel bad. But like, I wasn't wearing
3: my glasses during that time, so I... <laughs>
2: It was pretty dead center of the screen. Of
3: course, of
2: course it was. That was something I missed too, just because I wasn't really paying attention to it. Oh, come on, I'm sorry. Uh, I guess we have to go rewatch it. There you go. I'm not thinking of The Avengers when I watch this movie. I'm thinking, it's Doctor Strange. There you go. (laughs) They probably did more stuff with Spider-Man anyway. (laughs) All right. Moving on in the uh, visual category
0: into one of its many subcategories, I'll call it. Um, Let's talk about the... uh, We'll go character design before I go into graphical because okay. I'm sure that one will be a little bit bigger. Um, what did you guys think of costuming, makeup, set design? Or not set design. <laughs> we already talked about that. Character design, costuming, makeup, stuff like that.
2: Costuming design, uh, pretty well done. I like, how, uh, I like how at the beginning of the movie, when you see uh, Doctor Strange at first, when he's just a doctor, it's like, yeah, oh, it's Bandit Cumberbatch. It's cover Cumberbatch looking like a turtle. Yeah, <laughs> and and then when he finally like gets all the Doctor Strange like n- n- you know recognizable outfits, he kind of does look like the comic book counterpart a whole lot. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: they yeah. they do that a lot. They'll go through and look at um, obviously as you said their comic book counterpart and try and base it a little bit off that. They'll tweak it obviously. Yeah, yeah. which is because, fine. Which is fine. But um, yeah, uh, they'll try and make it as close as possible, which I think is really mm-hmm. cool to and if, stay true and
2: if to the source material. And you know, if they don't, they'll just you know. Based the new character design off the movie, like uh, I'm trying to remember his name, Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, off of Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I thought
3: the costumes were really colorful as well. Like they were very like eye popping. I don't yes. know. I really yeah, like I, colorful I like costumes yeah. for mm-hmm. some reason.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Like Doctor Strange has the blue and the green. Uh, the the red, yeah, the red cape. Uh, one that I really
0: liked for some reason was um, the beginning. Where Tilda Swinton was the ancient one, this really bright yellow.
4: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't, why, yep. I don't know why. That one I was yeah. like
0: I really like that color yellow for some reason. Like most yellows are kind of obnoxious and in your face. That one was just I liked it. I don't know why.
2: Can't really put it, my finger on it. It reminds me of uh that old that video game, Magica. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, I played, you know but all the characters all the main characters are just like wizards in robes of like different colors. It's a reference. I'm sure. You can't I'm do, sure. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> well, Hufflepuff. <it's>, like <laughs>
0: We'll talk fantasy next episode.
1: Okay, yes. come on. Anyways, and uh, what, what one thing that uh, one thing that really caught my eye. Uh, speaking of eyes, if you look at the if you looked closely at the uh, zealots' eye borders, they were like darkened. Yeah. Instead of just throwing glitter, it seemed like they actually did like a visual effect on them to make them look like a I'm, voidish.
0: I'm pretty sure those were. They looked like, a mix of the two, they probably, what they did is had a base um, around probably just a thick layer of eyeshadow around the eye. Mm -hmm. But as far as, like, you know, the red line stream effect they had going on, I'm guessing that was done in post. They probably did almost, like, 3D capping around the eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. just had them act that way. I like how it
2: looked like it was always kind of deteriorating Mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. Like, like basically, I am becoming a bit more broken, and that's how you know I'm the bad guy. Mm
3: -hmm. It reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy when they were, like, all standing around, like,
2: yeah. before like the yeah. end
3: shot when they were with the with the affinity yep. stone mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of that for some reason maybe it was cuz the color
2: it was probably
0: the same effect too like yeah oh yeah probably a similar effect cuz i mean their eyes did glow almost mm-hmm. at some points which mm-hmm. was really interesting to see but uh any other thoughts characters costumes cool uh, look good look mm-hmm. good yeah always good to hear um <laughs> <laughs> We'll move on to graphical effects now. We already kind of hinted on it in the
2: other two sections anyway. I mean, uh, this this is the big selling point of the movie, I This is. yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that was... It is the reason Doctor Strange is the way Doctor Strange is. Yeah.
0: Um, A lot of the reality bending scenes obviously have Mm -hmm. to deal with graphical effects. Um,
1: Especially the mirror dimension. The
0: mirror dimension. Oh, yes. Uh, That was incredible. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last time we ever saw something like that in the film was Inception, uh, pretty much just to see like kind of the world bending, um, <laughs> yeah. sh- taking shape in different ways, which was really cool to see.
4: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's not necessarily a new technology. It's just I feel the way they approached it um, almost added to the film in mm-hmm. a
2: sense.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
2: what did you guys think? Uh, it was good, and uh, I'm rem- something that I noticed is that uh you know the first scene when he gets like punched punched out of his body and like goes through this series of dimensions, mm-hmm. it definitely reminds me of uh, that scene near the end of 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. Where he's, like, going through the monolith and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I w- that was definitely what I was thinking, like, as he went through, like, saw all the planets and all the things going around. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything's all different colors. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange, as a series, is, like, heavily, heavily draws, the comics, at least, heavily draws on, like, being absolutely weird and, like, trans-dimensional, almost like a drug trip, almost. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. I I, um explained it to like my friends afterwards. Um, it was the closest thing to being on drugs as I will ever be because, don't (laughs) do drugs. But um, it was a trip. It really it it was very very psychedelic, very trippy, really really cool, very colorful, very colorful. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and I think that really uh, added to the effect of uh, the movie. Yeah. Uh huh.
2: Yep. Yep. Awesome. And the other effects look pretty good as well. You know, industry standard. That's all I can say. The magic, nice. yeah. the, the magic, th- the magical portals to Mount Everest. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. What, One thing that also stood out to me was uh, sp- speaking of the portals was like the lighting around the portals as yeah. they appeared yep. and
2: reappeared. Yes, yes.
0: It was. Yeah, they definitely put their. Uh, they had their work cut out for them when they set out to make this uh, film look the way they did. And okay.
2: I, I I really respect. I, that. I liked how they did it. I liked how they did it because I, all the all the time I was thinking like. I know they're going to try to do something kind of trippy with this, but I also have to understand that they're trying to do this for a mainstream audience, so they can't do it, like, too trippy. So, like, so I feel like that's why everything looks like Inception and, and like, a kaleidoscope in 2001, because it's not going to draw away the audience, but it's still going to look really cool. Yeah. So I I, think... So I I can commend
0: them for that. That's definitely what they were going for, Um, was kind of, I mean, like I said, it was nothing new we saw there, effect-wise. We've seen that kind of stuff before. It was something that blew my mind, but it was definitely entertaining. It was the way they meshed them. Yeah. was how Mm -hmm. it worked. Yeah. and how they interacted uh the characters with the world changing them around them, which I thought was really well done, yeah, yeah. which I'm almost certain was probably all green screen, you know, just oh, staircases I'm oh, sure of I'm imagining they just rented out a factory or a warehouse and then just coated the walls and the, the floors and <laughs> the ceilings all in like green velvet, but it really paid out for them though. it really yeah. worked out for yeah. Them. oh I'll yeah, say that, so it definitely looks good, yep, but all right, cool um. One thing I want to get to uh, in this film specifically, which is kind of different from uh, Marvel films in the sense of how it approached uh, violence in the film. Um, yes. Because obviously magic is a little bit different in how it uses violence in the film. Um, There are things we saw where they'll literally just, you know, kind of set off what I would say the equivalent of like a bomb is or, you know, there's knives, stuff like that. Or car um, crashing. Yeah. As far as violence goes in this film, it really wasn't, Violent, quote unquote. I know it's yeah. probably not the best way to say it, But it, it wasn't very um graphic. It wasn't very
2: For Marvel, it's very over, non, it's yeah. very it's not very traditional at all.
0: No, yeah. Um a lot of Marvel will, you know, show the guns flashing everywhere like war machine will shoot rockets, you know, mm-hmm. vision has a laser Yeah, beam. a bunch of punches like, and whatnot. Yeah. This film was really just, you know, they're waving their hands around and they never really made contact
2: they're, until they're, they're waving their hands yeah. around, throwing each other everywhere with like yeah. the magic. Yeah. The cape gets some action.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what, one thing I, uh, one thing that, uh, one thing that I viewed <laughs> <laughs> was uh, it, it seemed like uh, Doctor Strange was one of the first Marvel movies that actually showed like uh, the blood splatter effect.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which was really interesting. Um, what's funny though is you almost see as much blood in the uh, the operating rooms in the films as you do like coming from yeah. carriers after they get hit, which yeah. is kind of funny, but. <laughs> I don't know. What else did you guys notice about violence in the film? Any other thoughts on that?
3: Well, um, the bad guys' weapons weren't really there. They were kind yeah. of they were kind of like translucent or like very invisible and it was just I don't know. Once when they st- like stabbed the people, it would automatically like go away. I just thought that was yeah. pretty cool and the, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> killing. <laughs>
2: I don't want to go into spoiler territory here for the the ending and the the way the climax goes. We can spoil here. Oh we can? Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Uh because I really liked how they did it because you know, usually in a Marvel movie everything is kinda like being destroyed, like yeah. cities and you know, everything is just kind of being destroyed just so they can, you know, get rid of the bad guy. Yeah. But in this one it's a complete opposite. They're actually reconstructing everything and then like just facing off against the, you know, supernatural evil. Yeah. And through and through, like a diplomatic almost way, mm-hmm. yeah. managed to save the day. <laughs> kind of refreshing. I kind of want to, that you brought up the, uh, the climax
0: of the film, I kind of want to reiterate kind of what happened there, because um, as far as Marvel films goes, um, that was new. We never really saw how they approached, you know, the big bad boss, you know, uh, in this way before. Um, just to spoil it. For those out there, Um, he essentially, because we do know from this movie and we'll get into more of this later, um, the time stone of the Infinity Stones was released and essentially he traps the big bad boss in a time loop and doesn't let him leave until he gets what he wants. There was no real uh, fighting, per se. Um, (laughs) There was a little bit, but I mean, um, Doctor Strange just kept getting beaten over and over again, but (laughs) kept coming back. I thought it was
3: funny for some reason.
0: I thought it was funny, too, but I I mean, I think think that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah,
2: it was trying to be funny because, like, he dies so many times, it doesn't even mean anything after a while. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: even, I think, uh, says it at some point, he was like, you'll never win. He was like, no, but I can fail for eternity. (laughs) So, but uh, what did you guys think about how they ended it that way? Did you like that? Did you think that should be done again or do you think that should just be a one-off type thing
3: i liked it because what was going through my head during that scene they might um bring that back in the next avengers movie
4: Mm
3: -hmm. um i don't want to say too much right now because we'll get back into it but i just have a feeling that that particular scene might um might come back might come back in the Mm -hmm. future
0: Awesome. Um, personally, I'm going to have to disagree with you That's uh, fine. <laughs> that's totally all right. I feel bad. But no, don't. I don't at the same time. Um, <laughs> so I think they should leave that there as is. Obviously, we'll see more of how the stones interact uh, when we get all the stones together in, you know, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I believe they're still re- in the process of renaming it. So who knows what it'll be called now. Yeah. Anyway.
4: Oh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, for those of you who weren't aware, um, it was Avengers Infinity War. Now it's going under reworked names or maybe it'll stay the same. Just keep an ear out for that. Um, Who knows which way it'll flow. Anyway, um, as far as the use of the time loop, I thought that was interesting. I don't want to see it brought back because that would be fairly lazy writing. I want that to kind of stay singular to Doctor Strange because that was one of the uh, better points in the movie for me. But I don't want to see that spread and become,
2: you know, the trend now, so to speak. Yeah, here. I, I mm. see.
3: I see what you mean. I, yeah. I I really do.
2: I just don't want to have a time turner effect, like uh, like it was in the Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. how like the time turner could solve anything, but they yeah. never use it again. I just hope that never gets. I, I I just hope that never has to be brought up again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For those of you um,
0: <laughs> who've seen Groundhog Day, um, oh my god, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, that's 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 film. Exactly what that movie or that sequence reminded me of, which was. I think kind of added to its comical effect. Of, mm-hmm. I don't think many of the you know, younger Marvel fans would understand what we're talking about here. Um, Groundhog Day, quick synopsis. Uh, Bill Murray. Or no, it's not Bill Murray. It's Kevin yeah. Williams. No, it's Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray, yeah, yeah. never mind. Bill Murray. Um, stuck in essentially an endless loop. He's repeating the same Groundhog Day over and over and over and over and over again. He doesn't know how he gets out, and he relives it, I think. Until I forget how many days. It was quite a while. Yeah. Um, which kind of got me thinking in the same vein. I wonder how long that time loop went on. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like how many times did Doctor Strange get beaten until he was finally like, "You know what? I concede." Any thoughts on that, you guys? I agree. I, I I Now that 200. she brought it up, I it, <laughs> I think
3: I saw something on Tumblr um later on that night and it was just yeah. like um Bill Murray was like he walked outside and then it was like Dormammu was there and then he just like <laughs> looked back and he's like, "Oh, this again. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Just... <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's a funny call back to that. Nice, nice. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, I think that's all we have for violence on that topic. Um, Really good thoughts. I honestly was really impressed by the way the movie approached violence mm-hmm. as a whole. Was, but um, yeah. kind of moving on here, I want to talk about, we kind of hinted at it, Um, universe building. Um, Universe building is not necessarily unique to Marvel anymore. A lot of, Franchises are now trying to copy it. Of course, um, of course. Like, DC. so be ready for that trend, <laughs> you know, to keep reappearing over and over again. Um, as far as that goes, though, do you guys think universe building is bad, good? Just general thoughts here. Uh, do I think, you like the way it's done? Do you think it could be done better?
2: I think it's good for emergent purposes. Like, like, it, like, especially if you think it's all gonna like come together at the end, like course. you know, the Avengers and Civil War, how they brought Spider Man into it. The thing I have
0: a problem with it though is, um, it seems like a lot of the trend now is to not let it end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm sure, eventually once interests and profits die out, it will end, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But as I believe as long as profits are there, they're probably going to keep it going. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yep.
1: yeah, I believe it, uh, with Doctor Strange came the introduction of the multi- m- multiverse, and I believe if mm-hmm. they tackle that correctly, uh, with the uh, they could uh, do upcoming movies. They yeah. yeah.
0: Yep.
3: I don't know i just like look at like the marvel universe Mm -hmm. uh cinematic universe as one big comic book and Mm -hmm. just like how all comic books they don't truly end per se um and just yeah yeah. and then there's like there's still crossovers like i've i've read a um an x-men series where the avengers showed up for like a cameo or i've read um I read a lot of Wolverine, by the way. I read a Wolverine where Captain America – Captain America always shows up in those – what am I talking about? But, like, um, I just look at it as one big visual moving comic book with real people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I like world building for some reason, but I see where you're going.
0: There's a difference. I like the way you said world building. There's a difference between world building Mm -hmm. and universe building, I'm going to call it. Because – World building can be done in one film for that one That's true. That's true. Universe building is, I'm going to throw out another phrase, um, something that we can relate to intertextuality. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. What I mean by this is um, in a lot of novels and stuff like that, especially just to throw one out there like Harry Potter, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of what they'll do sometimes is make callbacks to earlier books. um, Yes. Yes. Stuff like that. That's what I mean by intertextuality. There's a lot of –
2: Familiarity.
0: Yeah, familiarity mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of film familiarity in the way um, a lot of these movies run, and they'll even call back to other movies that they've yeah. done before. Mm-hmm. And even other, you know, series. Like, I know at the end of like, Guardians of the Galaxy, they had freaking <laughs> Howard the Duck, <laughs> Duck. Howard the Duck. Um, <laughs> preferred, yeah, just... Whatever, unrelated. Unrelated. I doubt they'll ever go anywhere with it, but it was just kind of funny to remind everyone this still is the comic universe. So. Yeah. yeah. But, you, know,
2: you know how are the ducks going to be the one to defeat Thanos in Infinity Wars? Oh,
3: I'm. Sh- <laughs> I hope. I hope I'm that sure. comes true.
0: I'm sure. But <laughs> staying kind of back on that same train of thinking, I was on. There's. I want you guys to think about the difference between world building and universe building, and how they can work together, and how Marvel might not be doing it correctly, um, or if they're in doing it correctly. In your book, cool. Tell me why. I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna hear your thoughts on this.
2: I don't know. I feel like every individual hero has its different like world building elements. Like Iron Man had like you know Stark Industries. Thor mm-hmm. had uh, you know the Norse mythology. Captain America had the Second World War. And now we have uh, Doctor Strange, who has the whole multiverse thing. Yep. And each one is like its infinite world. And I feel like, yeah, like you said, I feel like if this all becomes one big universe, it could get kind of messy. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But it, but it yeah. could also work for each other, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep.
3: It just it just depends on the writers and how they decide to write in it, the it
0: movies. It definitely does. Yep. I mean, you can you can write a bad comic book movie. You can write mm-hmm. a good comic book movie. It's all it's <laughs> origins the, up to the ready. <laughs>
4: origins.
0: <laughs> Uh, I won't talk about some of the stuff DC Universe oh, has yeah, done, that, but... That's where Deadpool
4: oh, came from, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Originally. And I'm surprised they stuck with the same actor, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they even hinted at it, which I thought was hilarious. That's, that was In one the of the uh, reasons why I liked the Deadpool.
3: movie.
0: <laughs> it was pretty funny, but... Uh, no, so... World building... Um, I feel should almost stay in its own movie when you kind of have world building bleed over into its other movies just kind of like as a cop out for their world building. It's almost lazy writing, in my opinion. Yes, you guys kind of agree. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, a good example of this would be uh, Age of Ultron, which uh, was pretty much cluttered.
0: That's one I was specifically had a problem with. Age of Ultron, in my opinion, I think was the weakest
2: Marvel movie out of all of them. So it's one of them definitely. Mm -hmm. It's like like in that universe specifically. I'd I'd either say Age of Ultron or the Second Thor.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I didn't have too many problems with the second Thor. It obviously wasn't the strongest Marvel movie, but, I mean, it wasn't poor by any means. Mm-mm.
2: It was just that forced comedy to me. It was, and
0: that's kind of where um, that trend almost started. I kind of mentioned it earlier in the, uh, the podcast where... They started making all of their protagonists, you know, witty, funny, cracking jokes. You know, they can do everything. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It came to, it came to a point in Age of Ultron where all of them met together with that same personality, and you're like, wow, they're the same damn character. But um, and of course, you always got to have
2: you always and and of course, in all these movies recently, you gotta have Stan the Man. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I honestly don't have a problem with the cameos
0: per se. Um, They, They
2: just don't do them right to me.
0: I see. I understand a lot of people, from what I've heard, a lot of the complaints about the cameos is they take you out of the movie, almost, so um, I can understand it in that regard. And I can, yeah, I can see I can, that. I, I think, can respect it. I think it kind of re- does distract you. I think bit. the reason
2: it takes me out is because they always put so much attention to him. Like, especially more recently, like, in in Doctor Strange, there's just, like, an entire, like, three-second scene where he's on a bus and he's, like, reading a thing, and he's like, <laughs> that's hilarious, and it kind of takes you out, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: for me, what takes me out is, like, they'll have these great, you know, like, um, serious, like, emotional scenes, and they have to force a joke somewhere in there, and it ruins it to me. I'm like, you should have just left it there, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, especially there was one, oh, God, it was, um, right after, um, Doctor Strange had just killed his first person, like, ever, like, and then the freaking cloak is, like, trying to wipe his tears away. I was like, stop. God, like, you could have left it there. It would have been a great scene, emotional character building. Yeah, The and cloak it, is just trying to help. It pissed me off. Like, the cloak itself, the fact that the cloak was its own character, I thought was pretty funny. But yeah. It's, it's like an Aladdin. There were times where it was, yeah, it was the new magic carpet from my oh perspective. Oh, my God. Much. <laughs> but, um... There were times where I felt like they should have let it kind of stay almost unanimated, if that makes sense, you know, not alive. Yeah. um, yeah. To the point where it it almost distracted me from some scenes. I was like, okay, what's the cloak going to do now? Don't get me wrong. Great way to deal with some of the problems he had. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously saving him and, like, choking the dude out. That was kind of funny. But (laughs) um, anyway, um, so I'm going to kind of move away from – I mean, we already kind of did from world building, universe building. We got off a little tangent there. That's okay. Um, I'm going to move it into comic book films and how they're viewed in society today as to when they started. Um, Because obviously there's a big shift there. Um, What impact did you guys see from comic book films back then to how they are now? I want to kind of discuss what they've done in society and what they're still going to do or what they might do in the future
1: well the the actual comic book uh comic book movie scene started uh
0: in the late 90s didn't it it could there's argues over whether its origin um yeah. where its origin was i would say for argumentative purposes purposes for this podcast only um, i mean obviously you can argue when it started i'm gonna say the first Iron Man film kind of started the comic book trend, quote, unquote. I'm looking specifically at this trend within the past decade pretty Mm -hmm. much Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, how it's impacted our lives. So, go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, comic book movies is what got me into comic books at first. Um, So, like, I feel like without, like, when I was younger, it was just, like, as a girl, you're expected to, like, like the... Girly movies and all that stuff, but Frozen as, Disney movies. I I love Frozen. I'm so sorry. I really <laughs> love Frozen.
0: Just let it go. Okay. It go. <laughs> I, I have no comment. But
3: when I was growing up,
0: it's okay. We'll um, edit that pun out. No, don't <laughs> worry, no. <laughs>
3: but, um But when I was growing up, it was just like I was expected to like like this stuff. But of course, my parents are not traditional, mm-hmm. so yeah. they're like, "Oh, look at this movie. Let's go watch this." And I'm just like, "Yeah." This is really, I think one of the first movies I saw was Spider-Man yeah. with Tobey yeah. Maguire. Mm-hmm. And I was Someone. like, oh my God, this is really, really cool. I want to yeah. be a superhero. And I started reading the comic books and then just like reading the comic books and seeing it like portrayed up there. It like,
0: was all downhill from there. It yeah. was.
3: <laughs> it, it was. It made me who uh, I am oh, today. Um, no,
0: it, that's okay. And that's actually really cool that you shared that with us because that's one of the things I'm talking about and how they affected society. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of. Nerd culture, quote unquote, because you know we're a bite, we're nerd culture. Anyway, um <laughs> we see a lot of that being a lot more popular than it was back in the day. Back in the day, like I'm freaking eighty, but um, <laughs> it, it is, it is a lot more popular. And you wouldn't think like this decade changed a lot. It did so much, and it's really cool to see, mm-hmm. in my opinion, how it's changed ideals. And I, I really want to see if it stays with this trend. But um kind of cuts you guys off. Do you guys have any thoughts?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely feel like it's sort of, like, brought back, uh, I don't know. I got, uh,
0: it's, I know, it's it's hard to think about sometimes, it's something I yeah, have never really I, thought about I, before. I never
2: caught on to, like, when you said Iron Man came out, I never caught on around that time when Iron Man came out. Yeah. I watched Iron Man long after it was first released, mm-hmm. and that's how I kind of got into it.
0: I would say, when I, why, the reason why I say Iron Man is because um, that started the whole MCU, quote unquote. Yeah. There you know, were obviously oh, comic yeah. book movies before that, which is why I say like, yeah, you could argue it started back then, you know, with other comic book mm-hmm. movies. I say Iron Man because we, then we had Iron Man, Hulk, um, Captain America, Thor, and- um,
2: Then the Avengers. And-, and
0: then the Avengers, I think. That was like literally it before that. The Avengers- is what spawned all of this. Iron yes. Man was yeah. just the inception of the Avengers yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So,
2: Yeah. It, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I do feel like there's a bit of an oversaturation, but people are going to see it, so mm-hmm. I can't really complain about that. I definitely do think, I mean, it's something that a lot of people will see, and I guess that sparks a lot of conversation. Yeah. So that's something good, I guess. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: and uh, when this uh, when the superhero scene finally does die down, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, what yeah. well, what next trend comes up.
0: I'm glad you said that because um, one thing I really like thinking of this out uh, about is um, back. You know, in different decades, we had stuff like film noir come mm-hmm. in, die mm-hmm. out. We had mm-hmm. westerns come in, die out. We yes. had you know the '80s action movie type movie. You know, come in, die out. Yeah. Do you guys think this trend will die sometime soon? Uh, what do you think will replace it?
2: I I feel like there's a small part I- in me that says it's going to die out after Infinity War. But obviously, there's another part of me that says, no, it won't. Yeah. I think it'll die out when they realize it's not as profitable as it used to be.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Profits definitely are one of the major deciding <laughs> factors, and obviously. There's no reason to make a movie if it isn't making money unless you're trying and to and make an art house type film. And even DC
2: yeah. is making a lot of money. Yep. I mean, Suicide Squad. Despite Failure of a movie. Yeah, I haven't opinion.
3: seen it yet, so I cool. have
0: fun seeing it tonight. I'm. Sorry. I don't think I'm going to I don't, spoil see, it I don't for think you. I am. The the main thing: don't spend money on it. I'm pretty sure it's free, so <laughs> I'll go, just go I'll it. just go online that's to like I a shady it. website and watch it. So don't, it's don't
2: spend money on that. I, but if you want to see not. it tonight. Go for it. Uh, like, s- uh. Same. I watch it free, but you know, not illegally.
1: I actually
0: paid for it. I paid for it too, and I wanted my money back after I saw that. I actually found it to be quite a decent film for I what it had was. So
2: many interesting
3: Halloween it. this year.
2: I pay for candy. Yeah, uh,
0: a... you see about, like, 50 Margot Robbie Harvey Quinns <laughs> wherever you went. but I didn't see any, surprisingly. Anyway, it's actually interesting that I bring that up now because um, Halloween, obviously, is a good chance to see costumes. But, like, a lot of um, stuff like cosplay, um, stuff like that is, I feel, grown because of mm-hmm. this comic book trend. Merchandise um, in general. Like- merchandising is a huge Factor for films nowadays, um, and yeah. that I wouldn't even say started with uh, comic book films. That could have been like started with Toy Story. It started honestly,
2: like like selling the toys. That started with like eighties cartoons, even yeah, or I'd beyond say with Star
1: Wars and stuff. I do Star have Wars to say, that. It too. I <coughs> do
3: have to say it was because when I was younger, I really liked <coughs> wearing. I I still like wearing um, superhero shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was really when I was in middle As you school. Can see on
0: checkpoint. <laughs>
3: it was um, really really hard for me to find. um like, girl-cut um, superhero shirts because that yeah. wasn't really the norm. Yeah. But, like, and I was kind of embarrassed to say, like, I like superheroes in yeah. middle school because, like, how would people, like, oh, she's weird. Mm-hmm. But as, mm-hmm. like, this, like, as soon as Iron Man hit and, like, how popular the yeah. Avengers went off and all that stuff, there was this, tr- there more and more girls started liking that and more and more merchandise for m- marketed towards girls. I'm yeah. not going to say a lot of a lot of it not as much as like guys but like there's more there's more variety now and i'm very very happy about that because i like wearing graphic t-shirts and to wear a shirt a girl shirt that's form-fitting and um comfortable (laughs) for me to wear i'm not saying guy shirts are comfortable those are very comfy no believe me i love the one
2: i'm wearing right now yeah
3: but i'm just really happy that like it's not just for – comic books are not just for guys anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because of the movies, um, there's more opportunities for, like, girls and their boyfriends to get into it together or, yeah. like, for couples. Because I know that's how me and my boyfriend – that's how we bond. We watch, like – we watch Deadpool together. We watch the uh, X-Men movies. We watch Avengers together. It's a good cool. way for, like, the opposite gender, mm-hmm. per se, to – um just bond over something geeky related that we can all enjoy it's and all talk more about. Inclusive, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes. In general,
2: I feel like this is part of like a nerd popularity surge in general. I yep. feel like you I can know see that. the superhero movies became popular. Like right now, the most popular sitcom on TV, I feel, is Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Even that, though I kind of oh, oh, I even, dislike that show, even yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 that's, I don't that's either. it's not for nerds, but it does yeah. showcase nerds, and it's and it obviously shows that nerd things are popular, like you know, and even stuff it like, does well, and so even I stuff mean, like anime has like a new resurgence. I feel yeah, like, in um, Western culture.
0: I'm sure <laughs> the A team really loved you saying that, but um, yeah. be sure to check out all our other podcasts. Anyway, I, I'm, uh, just
2: saying, I'm just saying what I think. I'm not going to. This
0: is an. Oh, I'm not. I'm not rapping on anybody, believe me. But, um. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: find it interesting how about like 20, 30 years ago, uh, the the word nerd was used like an insult,
0: but nowadays it's just like. Yes. I mean, I still use it, but. (laughs) (laughs) You nerd. (laughs) You nerd. It's just
2: so much fun to say. Nerd. Yeah. But. Those are my favorite candy. My favorite use of the word is when Homer Simpson used it in the one episode. Nerd.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Little off topic. (sighs) Anyways. Let's rein it in here.
0: Um. So, going back to when I said um, whether this trend would die or not, um, I'm going to say I can't really see it dying anytime soon. Yeah, same here. Ball, um, which is kind of scary to think about, <laughs> almost. Not scary in the sense that it'll shape the way we think forever, but um, nothing like this has ever really been seen in the film or TV mm-hmm. world yeah. before. Um, we see this almost mythic kind of potential behind some of these comic book yeah. characters now, characters now. where some of, like, you can almost go up to any kid now, and um, chances are he's probably read more comic books now than he probably has read passages of, like, the Bible or whatever yeah. yeah. oh, their, yeah. his parents worship, which is kind of interesting to Just think. Just give
3: him a Bible comic book. That's, there that's you fine. Go. They exist.
0: Make a Bible superhero. Yeah. They, Marvel's done it before. They've made oh, superheroes yeah. for kids with disabilities, which is really cool to see.
1: Anyway. Um, yeah, one thing I don't really like about is how some studios uh, try to be uh, – Dead horses of superheroes? Yeah. By, like, trying to reboot I I see what you mean, yeah. They're trying to... um, Like the Fantastic Four, for example.
0: Yeah, they try and make things... Take things in a new direction that doesn't necessarily work because it's not true to what made the source material popular in the first place. Mm -hmm. They try and reimagine things, and the reimagining fails horribly because that's not what the comic was about initially. So, (laughs) Mm -mm. yeah. But, um, yeah, any more thoughts on kind of like i said that mythic potential of comic book films do you see them like going anywhere anytime soon i
3: feel like everyone is waiting for their favorite superhero to make it on screen whether it's like a cameo i'm glad or... you yes. said that because yes.
0: there are quite almost literally an infinite mm-hmm. amount of superheroes so it could go anywhere i'm sure mm-hmm. there's a niche out there and people would love to explore it so like I mean, will this kind of delve into like getting more unseen characters like Doctor Strange? Will we see more of that, or will we see
2: sticking more to the mainstream, quote unquote? I'm hoping more from the DC universe. To be honest, I want them to go a bit more obscure. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're going to make the cyborg movie and probably the Sh- I think the Shazam movie too. Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for my boy Booster Gold. I know.
3: Um, <laughs> since I was uh, 12 years old, I have been really big on to um, X 23, mm-hmm. the Wolverine clone, yeah. oh, yeah. and to finally see her. Like, a having movie. a big, yeah, a big part in the new Wolverine movie. Yep. It's making me really, really happy. Yeah. But I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later.
2: In oh. another place, in another time. We'll talk yes. about that.
0: Trust me, I got a whole section talking about upcoming <laughs> Marvel films. So, Yeah,
1: yeah w- uh, w- one thing that is interesting to think about is uh, w- with uh, the past decade being mostly, like, uh, superhero uh, cinematic-centered. Um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that o- that opens up the opportunity for um, more creativity for people uh, mm-hmm. to get like a. It's definitely
0: a new muse, quote unquote, for people to take advantage of. I mean, obviously, we see um, a lot of filmmakers now. It's almost funny, like actors and filmmakers alike, um, kind of see comic book films as like their
2: magnum opus. Mm-hmm. You know, like the greatest yep. thing they could have worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at at the very least, it's a it's just another thing that they can do. Yeah. So, which is good. I mean, for directors and actors alike. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, at one point was a uh, Parks and Rec at when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Parks and Rec was, I think, already they were
3: season, f- uh, season six, I believe. Yeah, out of out of seven.
2: Okay, so this seven. was near the end of Parks and Rec when yeah. Chris Pratt started doing Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, so that's not- why
3: he was in London that that time.
2: Yeah, and now he has a new career to fall back to since now that Parks and Rec is done. Yep, which I think is good for him. <laughs> Really good
3: for him. Oh yeah. yeah, I love Chris Pratt.
2: I think. Um, what
0: do you guys think about comic book films? Obviously, we see it. They use like big name, like A listers, you know, like mm-hmm. Chris Pratt stuff yeah. like that. Um, to be fair, Chris Pratt wasn't really known outside of Parks and Rec before mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you think they should do more of that? Pull somewhat unknown characters in to see if they yeah. do yeah. better. Yeah, mm-hmm. give, f-
3: give the smaller, a, the smaller actors mm-hmm. a chance. It's a superhero movie. People are going to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No matter what, people are g- still going to see it.
1: Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it allows for uh, some it's, it's, um, uh, unknown actors uh, right now to like have a resurgence in their career. Mm-hmm. One thing totally I sorry. really liked I mean- about
0: <laughs> Doctor Strange specifically, kind of get it more back to Doctor Strange. I know it opened it up to comic books right there, but kind of staying a little more towards their uh, source of the podcast, I guess you could call it. Whatever. <laughs> Main theme. Um, one thing I really liked was uh, Mads Mikkelsen mm-hmm. um, in Doctor oh, yeah. Strange. Um, for those of you who may or may not have seen anything else in his filmography, one film I love, um, as Mickelson is, is Valhalla Rising. Um, really great film. Obviously not really related to comic books at all. But um, he was really he was a great actor. He wasn't really known, though. So to see him kind of get that exposure and see him get more jobs is thrilling for me because now I'll get to see you know him take on new characters yep. stuff yeah. like yeah. that. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool, the way um, comic book films can kind of shape her not, I wouldn't say make or break, but kind of helps shape careers, you know yep. what I mean? So
2: Yeah, definitely helps them.
0: Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, good thoughts on Doctor Strange in general, pretty much, comic books in general. Yeah. Um, good movie. I'm going to kind of throw it to almost a review now. I want you guys to, let's say, 1 to 10. How would you rate Doctor Strange? Um, tell me your favorite parts, what you thought could have been better, other stuff like that.
2: So, yeah. Uh, I'll Floors s- open. I'll start. Uh, Doctor Strange. Overall, I'm just going to give the score a seven out of ten. Yep. I think the visuals were good. The action was good. the d- The way it was held, it was made differently than a lot of other Marvel movies. For sure. I really like. Problems with it. Uh, I think a lot of the dialogue could have been better, especially around the yeah. beginning. Uh, there was like one line that r- I really hated. Yep. Uh, it was uh, after he had the accident and he's like in the hospital and she's like, "No one could have done better." And there's that pause. And I, I know it, yeah. know, and I know, no, and I know what's You knew come. it was coming. I, yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting.
3: You even, you even said there, like you, you whispered to me, "It's like I knew that was gonna
4: come." Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's was like,
2: funny. It is so predictable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of the dialogue I don't like. Yeah. But uh, and you know there are a lot of other problems, but a lot, but a lot of other good things. You know, stuff we mentioned before. Overall, good.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. No, um, I'm a huge Marvel fan uh, compared to DC. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give Doctor Strange an eight out of ten. And nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fun fact that I'm sure a, a majority of the audience doesn't know is that for the cor- choreography of the hands for when they cast their spells, yeah, uh, they actually uh, intricately did different did different gestures for each spell. And they hired a uh, YouTuber who goes by uh, Jay Funk, and he's a professional hand tutter.
0: Oh wow, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> That's actually really neat. I didn't know that. Yeah, before. that's so cool. It's cool. that they uh, kind of did that. I they just
2: did. I just noticed that one of them is is like the devil horns that like Dio does, yeah. like Ryan James Dio, the horns, <laughs> or the Spider Man thing for it's because really, it's comic related.
0: That's uh, uh, great that you mentioned that because I mean obviously the hand gestures when you're thinking about a magic movie. Obviously, most of us were used to Harry Potter
4: mm-hmm. before yeah. this film came out for magic. Yeah, just, so just obviously, just
0: sticks. Just flicking a wand, you know, and saying some words. This one wasn't really spoken so much as it was, you know, kind of just out there. You just did what you did with your mm-hmm. hands, and then, boom, you cast a spell. Like
1: yeah,
2: it. I feel like if magic existed, that's how it worked. You want to just say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah it made me it made, it made, me extremely happy that they were willing to go into uh, to that much uh, specific detail.
0: Cool. It's nice. I like it. Any other thoughts, cons maybe, or just um, overall good y- film for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. overall good film. I would have to agree with Adam that uh, some of some of the dialogue was cliche at some point. Yeah. yeah.
2: And and one more thing I want to bring up is, uh, yeah, again, we talked about the humor. I, I don't like the humor, and that makes for the dialogue. It makes for, I don't want to say cringeworthy, but, like, I was just like, eh, just not pleased. <laughs> it's like, oh, Beyonce. Yeah, I mean to be fair, that was kind of clever, but eh. yeah.
1: And then also towards the end there, uh, where Wong uh, cracks up laughing after yeah. it's all over.
2: Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. But Definitely. hey, people liked it. I can't complain that yep. much. All right. Yeah, Any thoughts, probably.
4: TT?
3: Um, I would have to agree with you, Mitch. Um, eight out of ten, mainly because the visuals were um very, they were outstanding, mm-hmm. and the music was very different from other Marvel films. It I don't know. There was this one part when he was walking up the staircase. I would think it was after, I think it was like towards the end and I heard like a different like instrument. It was like do do do
0: I don't know. Harpsichord? Yes. I knew yeah. that. Um, yeah. Just because I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, just to show like my music knowledge here because I played music for quite a bit and I've taken quite a few music courses. Anyway, um, the harpsichord was what was played. Yes. Um, it's similar to a piano and keyboard like instrument. The um, difference is a piano hits the strings the harpsichord plucks them so okay. yeah. it kind of gave off that um old world type feel you know yes. what i mean yeah. that's yeah i knew i knew exactly what you were
2: going for I, there so yeah. Yeah. i did i did like the music Good will uh feels so good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by Chuck Mangione yep a lot of that um It's
0: actually kind of cool. Before I go into... Do you have any more thoughts, TT?
3: No, no, I just... The music and visuals blew me away.
0: (laughs) Okay. Before I go into my thoughts, personally, on the film, um, now that we kind of touched on it a bit, and I honestly forgot about it. um, Music. Let's kind of talk about um, the sound of the film before we kind of move on a little bit further. Um, And then I'll give my review, and then we can probably wrap it up there. I'll (laughs) talk about, you know, obviously future films. But yeah. um, what did you guys think uh, you guys... All hinted at it. what did you guys think about we'll talk about soundtrack in a minute. What did you think about the use of sound in the film? I, um,
3: yeah, I thought I thought it was like really well well done. I mean
4: mm-hmm.
3: out of like all of like some of the cringy uh were the uh dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. the sound effects I thought were pretty pretty well done mm-hmm. in like overall, but they, they were one yeah. thing
0: I liked specifically about the sound was it wasn't too in your face, yes, it yes, blended with the world. Um, mm-hmm. I made it feel a little more natural,
2: even though it is yeah. you know magical. I didn't, I didn't really pay too much attention to the sound, but that's when you know you're doing good sound, yes, yeah. Um, it's like mm-hmm. that Futurama quote when you do something good, you will people won't know you did anything at all, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, actually, with the second viewing, when I went with you guys, uh, yeah. A a sound bit that uh, stood out to me uh, was towards the middle where they were battling, and uh, there was the classic uh, tinfoil shaking effect.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's always funny to find gems like that hidden in film sometimes. But um, moving on, real quickly to like soundtrack, obviously, we touched on it with like the use of a harpsichord to give it a little more old world type feel. Mm-hmm. What else specifically about the soundtrack can you guys nail down, if you can? Um, soundtrack's a little harder, mm-hmm. obviously, because um, I'll open it up this way. How about this? Um, we saw, obviously, you hinted at it, a lot of more modernized, quote-unquote, you know, like twenty late 20th, early 21st century type songs, mm-hmm. yeah. where um, they're used to kind of make a joke almost or kind of just get people, you know, in a good feeling about the movie. We kind of see this trend coming from Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you yeah. like it? Yeah, yeah. Do you think it is forced a little bit a lot of the time? Or? Uh, uh,
1: I think with Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 2, which is coming out soon. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which uh, it probably will be
0: oversaturated in there.
1: A little like bit, yeah. yeah.
2: Because, you know, people liked it. Let's add more, more, more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One thing, <laughs> it's interesting that you brought up Guardians of the Galaxy because um, it's not that I have a problem with Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Guardians of the Galaxy actually did it well. Um, just because, for Guardians of the Galaxy specifically, um, the soundtrack was almost the backbone of the movie. Um, yes. If you guys mm-hmm. kind of remember how that movie went. He was abducted from Earth. All he really had was that know, the tape. The cassette tape. And that tape was the only thing for him. to
3: remember his mom by. It lied. was
0: used as character building is mm-hmm. how they used the soundtrack, which mm-hmm. was really well done. Other movies nowadays have just seen that as um, they used popularized songs and people liked it. So they kind of force it in there that just was, to.
2: That was one of the biggest problems with the Suicide Squad. Yep. Even. That's one movie I they, was going to say. That was, ugh. <laughs> they just kind of throw songs the one, in there. The one song that I was excited to see, Dirty Deeds, Thunder Cheap by AC/DC, mm-hmm. they barely even used. Yep. I, w- I didn't like the soundtrack of that movie. I mean, yeah. I did overall, but, you know, I didn't like the way they You liked,
0: it. You didn't like it for the way they did it. You yeah. liked it just because you liked I mean, the
2: hey, songs. They had House of the Rising Sun. Yep. They had Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep, They're all great songs, but they didn't use it right.
0: Yeah. That's,
2: and that's what sucks. That's,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, steering back to the Doctor Strange's uh, mm-hmm. soundtrack, Go I fun. love it. I loved how it uh, varied between modern and sort of like classical
4: yeah. Yeah. some
1: parts of it were. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's kind of talk a little bit about um, the use of music in kind of what we already talked about earlier, world building. Um, yeah. Did you guys kind of like how the music added a bit of mysticism to the entire film? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool.
3: I will helps. definitely listen to that while I study. Yeah.
0: What specifically about the music kind of gave you that mystical vibe? I know we already hinted at it with the like harpsichord um, when he's walking up the staircase. Anything else you guys can nail down?
4: I'm
3: trying to think. Um, Music is Hmm. a little harder
0: to notice. Yeah, Yeah, unless you're really specifically listening for it. Yeah, Um, yeah. If it's doing its job well, it's blending. Um,
2: So exactly.
3: I just felt like it fit like the scenes that they were supposed to like be in. I can't. I can't really touch down on. Because I was too busy watching and then listening. It was just a little hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just felt like when I did hear it, it felt right mm-hmm. with the scene yeah. that was going on. It just felt really yeah. right.
1: Yeah, I think with the introduction of the uh, – with the temple, uh, there was, like, certain parts of it
0: that made it uh, flow easily.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, not
0: much else to say. All right, cool. Um well, I guess that's it for the use of sound for now. Um, anyway. Anyway, back to my review. Um, cool. I personally would rate this somewhere like six and a half, seven. Okay. Not okay. my favorite Marvel film. Um, no, it's a good – I think it's a good score. Yeah. Um, personally, I'll say this. Um, the film aspects, such as, like, camera shot, um, just visuals, uh, CGI set building, uh, the use of sound, all great. Um What really struggled for me, um, and it's kind of hard to excuse this, you can wrap it in a fancy coat of paint. It doesn't excuse the poor writing or the Mm -hmm. poor character building. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's just, you can't do that. I've seen films where the character building is incredible, but I mean, they've run on a budget of like $30,000 and Mm -hmm. they still, you know, are probably some of my favorite films. Um, So for me, that was one of the biggest drawbacks was. the the sort of Marvel formula kind of incorporated into the film. Um, mm-hmm. We see it a lot, you know, where uh, they kind of find the Infinity Stone. They don't really know how to use their powers. They learn as they go. You know, they're kind of thrust into this responsibility and ultimately they come on on top through, you know, their own sheer will or goodness that they didn't know they innately had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much every Marvel movie uh, nowadays. <laughs> there are a few that break the mold, which is great, and I love I love those films, but... Um, overall, that's mainly my gripe with it. Um, like I said, visually, orally, um, film was incredible. So mm-hmm. I yeah. will say that. But yeah.
2: Overall, I just think it was like a lot of good and a bit of bad.
4: Yeah. 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 But, that's but, good.
2: but overall, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna think of the good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the good was really that's, good. Yeah, that's
0: ultimately what I think they were going for with Doctor Strange. They kind of wanted to play it safe. Yeah. A little bit because they weren't sure how people would react to this type of movie, you know? Yeah. Like Doctor Strange being a character. Go ahead, Mitch. Oh, uh, yeah. Basically (laughs) repeating what you said. Okay, (laughs) yeah. An unknown character. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Not many people really knew, like, who Doctor Strange was. They weren't really familiar, you know, with some of these unknown Marvel characters and to see them kind of brought to film is cool but at the same time you can't really do anything innovative with them because people won't really recognize it and they might respond negatively to it so yes i understand why the film was the way it was but overall i just kind of wanted more out of it Mm -hmm. so
4: yeah Mm -hmm. that's understandable
0: cool i feel like if they ever dated doctor strange too they definitely would i think they said he's gonna be in two more films which actually segues nicely into our next point um Let's talk about more Marvel movies coming up next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Um, we'll start, I guess, uh, with... I think Logan is first, chronologically. Oh, um, Logan. Then Guardians, then Thor, and I think that's all for next year. I could be wrong. There is Wonder Woman, but I'm going to stick to Marvel for now. Yeah. Um, I almost forgot about Logan. Actually, I kind of want to talk about Wonder Woman. We'll <laughs> talk about Wonder Woman in a minute just because I want to see hey, what <laughs> you guys' thoughts on the DC Universe are. Anyway, yeah. um. Yeah, let's open it up with Logan. Uh, I can already see TT staring at me from across the table. So go ahead, TT.
3: Um, I am a huge Wolverine fan, and for this trailer that I saw, and it's going to be R rated, so it's going to actually portray Wolverine the yep. way he yes. was meant to be portrayed. Yep. Makes me really happy. Yep. But the one thing that makes me even more happy is that Laura Kinney. X twenty three is going to be in the film, and when I found out that they were gonna have her in the movie, I literally ran around in my room screaming my head off. <laughs> I was that excited. <laughs> I am really looking forward to this movie because Origins sucked. It was a horrible excuse for an or- Origins movie. Yeah. yeah, the Wolverine was better. It was a little better. Yeah, I just, I just hope. Now, with this R-rated like, rating, this will be Hugh Jackman's final send-off as yep. Logan, and I'm just so excited.
2: I think it'll be really, uh, I think it'll be pretty good. I hope so. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I did, yeah, I, 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 I skipped, <laughs> I'll be honest, I skipped on most of the X-Men movies. That's okay. But uh, yeah. I did watch The Wolverine, it was alright. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think this one's going to be better, and from the looks of the trailer, it looks like it's definitely going to be a bit more sentimental.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think a, I think a huge reason why it's going to be sentimental is because it's so personalized to the Wolverine and X-23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you guys have picked up uh, on this in the trailer, but uh, mm-hmm. in one of the scenes, it, sh- it shows um, Logan uh, standing on top of a grave,
0: which I believe is Charles Xavier's. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sure.
3: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Probably. But um... – I personally am really excited for this movie obviously for the same reasons TT kind of already said it's R rated <laughs> um R ratings don't necessarily mean there has to be blood and gore and swearing Mm-mm. you know like um R ratings mean they can kind of approach a more uh controversial topic and get away with it which is mm-hmm. why I really like R ratings obviously we can see R ratings used for you know humor as such in Deadpool Yeah oh yeah, my god as such in Deadpool but um <laughs> uh I'm really excited for the movie just because it seems to be more personalized to uh, the character of Wolverine, and yes. not so much, you know, Wolverine going around stabbing people. Yeah. You know, which is uh-huh. don't get me wrong, cool. But um,
3: he's a he's a person too. He is yeah. a person, and I kind of want to. It's
0: cool to see they're focusing more, it seems, on the character. Yeah. Than you know the world I'm around excited. him. And, and and sort
1: of off tangent here, uh, the way that Hugh Jackman is portrayed, uh, sort of has, uh, sort of gives me hope for an upcoming movie that's hopefully hopefully gets released. Uh, a movie ab- adaptation of the Last of Us video game. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yep.
0: Cool. All right. Um, after I'm gonna stick to Marvel and then we'll go to DC because I really think for DC next year I think it's just Wonder Woman and then
3: is Justice League coming out next year? It might
0: be. I don't know. It might be late. I'm year. not. It I'm not, not sure. I don't I've, follow it, DC either. It's anymore. late that year. I can Google it real quick. Okay. while we're talking about um, more Marvel movies, but um, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy
4: Two, you wanted to
2: say?
0: Yes. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Two because that is next in the lineup, quote unquote. So, yeah. I uh, think.
2: I hope it's good. I,
3: ho- I honestly hope it's good. I
2: think it's going to be more the same, which isn't yeah. bad because mm-hmm. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. I did,
3: yeah. <laughs> Except Baby Groot is in this now.
2: Yeah, it's gonna little Groot, little baby Groot.
3: They they are exploring uh, Peter's dad. They oh. are exploring. Um, they're gonna like find out who his dad truly is. I don't know if they're gonna stick with like the comic book because in the comic book, he, um, his name is Jordan. I I mean it's like a alien spelling of it. Yeah. And he is like a dictator of like this planet. He, I think he's like he's like evil and whatnot. I I think that's because I read like one graphic novel and he was like talking to his dad and his dad seemed like a jerk. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they're gonna go in this
2: direction. Well, if it does, congratulations! Mm-hmm. You just spoiled the entire thing. Yeah.
3: But um, I don't think they. I don't think they are, um, because like like we said earlier, the cinematic universe is a different universe on its own. They usually yep. they don't usually follow the comic books like word for word. Yeah.
4: yeah. So
2: mm-hmm.
3: who knows? Maybe he might. Maybe that might be true. Maybe not. I. I don't know.
2: Basically. I don't know everything, I don't know what to go in when I see this movie, Yep. but I'm going to try to enjoy it. Yep,
3: Yep. me too.
2: It's a good thought process. The
3: soundtrack will probably be really good
2: as well. I'm I'm hoping it exceeds the first one. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, they even gave themselves a way to work it into with the end of the first one Mm -hmm. where he Mm -hmm. got another cassette tape. Oh, yeah. You can already imagine there's going to be more songs on there, and that's how they're going to rationalize it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, a little bit lazy, but no problem with it as long as it's done well. Yep. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I also love how they're going to use
0: uh, Zontu more as a uh, part yes. of the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, moving on with Marvel's coming up, we got Thor uh, coming out, I believe it's November of next I think year? I, yeah, I think, I so. think so. Sometime so. November next year. Um, oh, right. Late next year. We'll say late next year. Um, That's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, so,
1: it says it has a release date for uh, November third. November third next year. Sweet. All right.
2: Uh, thoughts, hopes, uh, concerns. I feel like there's going to be definitely a lot of hype for this movie because. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Thor two sort of left off. It's like Loki has escaped, and where's he, Odin? Where is Odin? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but also, also uh, do you, uh, based off the end of uh, Doctor Strange, why I brought this up? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's. Do you think he's going to play a big part in this? i think it, i think yeah, so i think it was interesting will. that'd be cool yep.
3: the Hulk is the hulk gonna be in it the Hulk's as well? still in it we've yeah. already
0: seen um well, i don't know if we've seen have we we have confirmation at least that the hulk will be yeah. in the film he'll okay. play a major part in the film yeah. from what i've heard so far it's thor kind of looking for odin what i'm guessing will probably happen is uh thor will be going around you know different like um godly dimension stuff like that looking for mm-hmm. uh Odin, he's probably going to end up in some like fighting ring or something like that, and boom, the Hulk probably. Yeah. Calling it right now, yeah. uh, trademark yeah. me right here. But anyway, Hulk. Uh, I'm going <laughs> gonna,
2: gonna to expect this scene where Loki confronts the Hulk and he like yeah. winces a bit. It's like, oh no, <laughs> not you again. <laughs> no, but um,
1: yeah, it's going to be. It'd be interesting if uh, Loki and Doctor Strange had some sort of like mini yeah. standoff. Yeah, that's why
0: I was really yeah. interested in. Um, The way the end of Doctor Strange went, because I thought that movie pretty much kind of gave us everything it was going to be about, you know, Thor looking for Odin, Mm -hmm. the Hulk going to be in there somewhere, and that's Mm -hmm. pretty much in, and it was like, oh, wait, Doctor Strange, here you go, like, (laughs) he's in there now, so I'm wondering, one, if that's one of, like, the two more Doctor Strange movies we get, if he's just going to play a major part in that, or if it's just going to be a smaller role, and that won't really count, or if, two, um... Is he really, like, what role does Doctor Strange play? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because they definitely hinted he's going to play some role. It's yeah, Oh, to, yeah. It depends on how big of a role, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. Doctor Strange uh, helps Thor uh, Dimension travel because...
2: It the, could be. Um, that would be cool. That, yeah, yeah, that's why I would like to... That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, maybe Doctor Strange will play a role in how they sort of get around in, like, the... Like, uh, what's, what's the word? The Norse world? Asgard. Mm-hmm. Asgard. Asgard, yeah. Yep. Sure,
0: jump from Asgard to different dimensions is what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hollow and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Um, Me too. One thing before we move over to DC, um, let's talk about because with the coming of Doctor Strange, we now know where all five Infinity Stones are. Woo-hoo! Yay! So, um, just to kind of rattle them off real quick, Doctor Strange was the most recent one with the Time Stone. Um, we had, I believe, before that it was Guardians of the Galaxy with the Power Stone. Mm-hmm. Before that was um, the uh, Loki scepter, Mind Stone. That was actually, I think, the first one, first but it stone. wasn't really known until you know, um, was whatever. It? Yeah, Loki scepter, and now yeah. Vision the Mind Stone. Um, we had, I believe, it was Thor two brought us the uh, Aether, which is the Reality yeah. Stone, yeah. and then the first Avengers brought us the Tesseract, which was the Space Stone. So yep. um, now that we know where all of them are, how do you guys think this will play out in? The universe as a whole.
2: Uh, Thanos was going to take them, put them on the Infinity Gauntlet, and turn to Supersonic. The end.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Guess.
2: I mean, we
0: already have a confirmed Sonic the Hedgehog movie in the works. <laughs> so.
3: Directed by the Deadpool's director. Directed.
0: So I mean, I never you know thought about that. <laughs> it could happen. It could easily happen. So oh, anyway. Please,
1: yeah, please, I'm, God, please. I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, for for Ragnarok, I'm at least expecting. Thanos to play some sort of part in it.
0: I'm betting too um, that we'll probably see more because last time we touched on Thanos, I think was the first Avengers. Uh, no, no. It was Guardians, the, Guardians, of, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. He had, was he had the one end whole
1: scene yep. where, where uh, <laughs> he got up from his seat.
0: Yeah, that was it. And then <laughs> such progression. Was it the end of? There was an end credit scene where he was in. Was it the end of Ant Man? I want to say uh, where he um, kind of grabbed the. Uh, the gauntlet. the gauntlet and yeah, said I'm going to so. do it myself oh, yeah. I think it was I the end of Ant-Man yeah. oh yeah we did forget yeah. about Ant-Man <laughs> mm-hmm. no one really remembers Ant-Man anymore. I saw it, right? which was a decent movie in itself so. was, it, it was,
3: was a yeah, decent it was, movie yeah it was
0: I it was, thought it was okay it was decent did good. I'd, I'd rate it the same as Doctor Strange mm-hmm. for me yeah. personally I'd rate it maybe a bit lower but you know still yeah. good Still <laughs> around that same vein. anyway um, it's just forgettable anything else the Infinity Stones do you guys have any thoughts on how obviously Thanos is probably going to get them all um, it's probably going to be the plot of Infinity War. The standoff. Oh, against I'm sure. Vis- yeah, the standoff sure. against uh, Vision's Vision. Be interesting. um yeah. That's going to be an interesting character development yeah. because it's literally embedded into his mind. So mm-hmm. you know, you kind of have to think: Is Vision going to die? Probably. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure.
3: I'm I mean,
2: sure Vision's could, going could to go we down. Could expect like some sort of reboot because of this? I, don't I know. think
3: in the comics, that's something. Si- I don't want. I don't want to give it away, but something similar to that
0: happens now. This is an interesting theory I saw the other day. Do you think um, if they did want to quote, quote unquote reboot the series, we could just use um, reality hopping, go to a different dimension because Thanos ultimately won in that dimension, and then they could almost you know go with their counterparts? Or that's another. Counterpart. That's another good. What is this, uh, Rick and way. Morty? <laughs> I mean, God. yeah, Rick and Morty is some of the greatest sci-fi ever written. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Rick and Morty is yeah. great. It's I love Rick really and Morty.
2: Good. <laughs> anyway, um, dimension hopping. Yeah.
3: I can happen. see that. I can see that happening. That's actually. I n- did not think about that. Mm-hmm. That's really I cool. I like that
0: theory. I saw that online. Mm-hmm. a Few days after Doctor Strange came out. That anyway. would, that'd be cool. Cool. All right. We're definitely going to see something really big at the end. Yo, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is why I'm wondering again, like, when will this trend die? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just wondering. Not that I want it to die, but it's kind of getting old.
2: <laughs> all all I'm, on, I'm wondering is that, like, will this be the the becoming of like a reboot or something? Like, will everything be, be reboot, rebooted for like a new universe? I
0: think if they rebooted it, it's a little too soon. I think by yeah. the time to reboot, um,
3: like the Spider-Man. I mean, by like the Spider-Man t- reboots. I mean, I mean uh, by the,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, by the time they actually do reboot all of it, Spider-Man will have his like eighth incarnation since Tobey Maguire. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man went through a series of changes. do we'll say that. And I don't think.
3: get me started about the X-Men universe. <laughs> I think
1: they should reboot a uh, Fantastic Four again.
3: No. No. <laughs>
0: Let's let that sit for a minute. It's been
3: proved that it can't... Okay, no.
0: Let's let that sit for a minute. Okay, but moving away... Look, all I'm
2: saying is that Adventure Bros did the Fantastic Four better than any of the Marvel movies. They did. They did. But
0: moving away from Marvel, let's talk about... Because there are... I did look it up. um, We do have two DC movies coming next year. We have Wonder Woman early next year. um, And then Justice League around the same time as Thor Ragnarok. So Mm -hmm, um, they're going to be competing, quote unquote. Yeah. Anyway, um... Wonder Woman. Uh we saw a trailer for it just uh, about two weeks ago. I, I have believe.
3: not seen the trailer, me so either.
0: I'm uh it's actually I thought it was a great trailer. Um I take your word for it. For me, this is the make or break point for the DC universe. I think that's not mo- even Justice League. That, mm-hmm. That's
2: how most people feel. It's like yep. hey, we still have Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And if that yep. fails, I don't really see a lot of hope.
0: If if Wonder Woman fails, um they've already had Batman and Superman kind of fail.
1: And they had Wonder Suicide Woman squad fails, and, and Suicide, Suicide Squad failed. Suicide like,
2: Squad failed, not in box office though.
1: Yeah, there's always hope for Aquaman, right? There's always there's hope for. All, I'm
0: really hyped for Jason Momoa. Yeah, Aquaman.
2: oh yes.
0: I just I mean,
3: hope um, that this, because this is going to be the one of the first like superhero movies that has a female like lead. Mm-hmm, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just hope. I just hope for like yep. that sake. I mean, I hope it's good. As long yep.
2: as we don't bring up Electra. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we that or Elijah. yeah, that yeah. That oh. part
2: of Marvel did not exist. Yeah, okay,
0: but no, nah. no, yeah. It will be interesting to see how they um, approach uh, Wonder Woman's film because the setting is World War One, and when we see her chronologically meeting with uh, Batman and Superman, she was kind of, uh, quote unquote, done with humanity. She wasn't really thrilled. <laughs> About, you know, coming back. She wasn't really willing to help at first. Um, yeah.
2: I guess it gives us some insight so on how it's going to go.
0: I'm Yeah, I'm guaranteeing it will probably end. Um, kind of bittersweet, maybe? Bittersweet, kind of probably.
2: How, kind of how Man of Steel ended, I feel, but with the... It's probably, downing.
0: I'm calling the plot right now, it's going to be, she's going to be dragged into uh, World War One. Ares is going to be, you know, kind of spearheading the opposition. Um, yeah. Ultimately... It's going to turn out Ares wasn't really the lead. He was just kind of feeding off of humanity killing each other and it was ultimately humanity doing it in the end. And Wonder Woman Wonder Woman doesn't want to save us. Humans I'm calling it right now it's probably the overarching plot. Yeah. But uh it's it still can bad. be approached in a really cool way. So it could be. Any thoughts on hopes
2: for Wonder Woman? Uh I I don't know. I I think it'll be okay mm-hmm. at best. I have hopes for it. I, do um, too. I, I, want, I, I want this to do well, because I, I have hope so yeah. hopes it'll be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the other DC movies kind of look kind of cool, but, you know, mm-hmm. other than that, eh. Personally, I've always been more of a fan of DC than Marvel. Yeah. But go ahead, Comic mich- Comics-wise, at least. Yeah.
0: Go but, ahead,
1: uh, uh, Yeah, pretty much at this point, Warner Brothers is grasping at straws, so I really hope this pulls out yeah. for them.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, after Suicide Squad's reception, I mean, even though it still did do well, you know, money-wise mm-hmm. it obviously mm-hmm. wasn't I'm received hope, well.
2: I'm really hoping that was the point where they're like, "We got to pull our stuff together." Yeah.
3: I know um I am going to take my sister to see this cuz she's a huge Wonder Woman fan. Yep. Even if it's not if even if it doesn't do well, that will still be a good bonding experience with my sister and I, yeah. but I just hope I just hope for like yep. her sake and Wonder Woman's sake that it is really really good. But
2: but, nice. but you know what I can't predict wholeheartedly. It's going to make money. Oh, definitely. They definitely make money. So there's not going to be a loss. They're going to mm-hmm. make it. It's going to be good or bad. They're going to see it. And then they're going to see Justice League because good or bad. It's a Justice League. Yep. And then after that, who knows? Because Justice after that- League
0: is interesting that you brought that up because um, for Justice League, a lot of people have been comparing, obviously, the DC Universe to Marvel and almost saying they're playing catch up, quote unquote. Uh, um, I can't do disagree. You th- yeah. I do you guys think this is hurting them? I do for sure. A little.
3: They need to like go with their own original thing yeah. instead of trying to be a more grittier Marvel. That's how I see DC. They're kind yeah. of a little more grittier.
0: They're a little more real.
3: Yeah. Sense, they should know, just do their own. They should just do their own thing and people will if they do their own thing, people will like them even more uh, yeah. or the same as Marvel.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping after Justice League it it kind of does. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. So- <laughs> so- Sorry about that Les. Oh, uh, you're fine. Uh, okay. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> don't I'm-
0: worry. That'll be a fun little snippet
4: <laughs> to find in the <laughs> I'm
2: okay. I'm thinking that after Wonder Woman and after Justice League, they might go a bit little more lighthearted because after this, we're going to have like we're probably going to have the Cyborg movie and the Shazam movie, and mm-hmm. I and I'm hoping, I'm hoping they are a lot more lighthearted because I feel like those two characters can be taken with a much more lighthearted approach. I mean that's that's the whole yeah. thing. Of Shazam! Shazam is a little kid, and then he transforms yeah. into muscular Macho Man. Yep. Shazam is really cool. I really liked the, he, the yeah. thoughts behind my, Shazam. My, my DC friend, it's his favorite character, mm-hmm. and he can't wait for the movie. Yep.
0: I personally mm-hmm. have always been more of a fan of Batman, so I really want Batman's these cool. movies to do I, well. I've always. I'm been really curious to see Batflex solo films. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'm personally more a fan of Booster Gold. Yep. Please give Booster Gold attention. He needs it.
0: I'm sure <laughs> once they flesh out the DC universe, if it still does well, we might see
2: Booster Gold mm-hmm. somewhere in there. At, at least a miniseries, because they could do a lot with that character. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Considering time travel, at least. Yeah. He could definitely be a supporting character in a later film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if he is just comic relief, I'd love to see him. Mm-hmm. All right. Any more thoughts? DC?
0: I know I'm a huge fan, so I'll be looking forward to next year. But, um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are pretty much done with what we're talking about today. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast here. Um, First of all, thank you guys for Mm -hmm. being with me here. Thank you you for having us. Yes. Fun. Look into the future for input, too, for all you listeners out there. Um, We have, we probably will cover Fantastic Beasts and the Harry Potter universe and fantasy films kind of almost as a whole. Just mm-hmm. because um, Harry Potter really did kind of shape how fantasy films were formed throughout yeah. the year. So should be fun talking about that. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Other than that, thank you guys once again for listening out there. Uh, once again, I was your host, Wes Womble. I had my co-host here with me today. Mitch Smolik. Our two lovely guests to my uh, right.
2: Adam Sellers.
3: T.T. Shinken.
0: Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out all our other content on uh, com And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Input 2. Take it easy, guys.